So greetings and welcome to a very, very first episode that I've uh, youth arrived with me, Tamba Davis. I'm very much honored to have you on, uh, on the program, the viewers joining us. And uh, today's show, we happen to have one of uh, the vibrant leaders of our day in uh, the name of uh, Mr. Member Magufuli, the Honorable Member Magufuli. Mr. Member, thank you so much for taking time and uh, joining us on the show. Thank you, Davis. I am honored to be hosted by you people. <laughs> Thank you. So today we are discussing the issue of uh, youth and uh, in politics. Huh? Uh, yes. There are so many things we, 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 we have to discuss on here. And uh, considering now that you are a leader of a political party, so I think uh, we there's so much we need to get to hear from you. But first of all, uh, yes. Uh, let me let me put it to you this way. What what do you think is the integral part? I mean, have the youth in Kenya played an integral part when it comes to our politics per se? I want to say that the majority of our youth are cowards. They don't want yes. to take part in political events. They don't want to take part in governance. Majority of uh -huh. them are, 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 are actually cowards. And the role of the youth, the role of the youth is simply to renew, to refresh, and maintain. Youth are expected to advance the current politics and governance of the country, which they are not doing. And most of our youth, I want to say that they are not empowered. How do you mm. empower a youth? A youth is empowered when you include youth in decision-making processes, when you honor the youth voices, which they are not honored. A youth... Mm is supposed to understand and implement their honest opinion and ideas. You are supposed to understand them, which I see that as a country, they are not taking the voice of the youth seriously. A youth is willing to share. He should be willing to share your, your adult power, privilege in order to make the community a better place for both young people and adults. And that is what we should ad advocate as youths of this country. Okay. Uh, I want... Yes. Uh, sorry, so, sorry to cut you short. You mentioned something to do with uh, youth in our country being coward. Can you substantiate on that? L like, what, 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 what will Assume. inform you? Yes. I, I was asking, uh, what will... What will? What, what will inform, or what has informed that? Uh, your decision to categorize youth in Kenya as being cowards? Uh, I have taken part in the governance process. I have taken yes. part in seminars. I have mm. taken part in events where youths are the majority. But when it comes to implementation, when it comes to, uh, let, let me say you have, an, you have something that you want to involve a youth, you will find that it is very difficult to deal with most of the youths, because most of the youths, I want to say that they are not empowered and they are uh, sort of money-oriented. So you get that they are not taking part fully in the process, because for them, they expect money, they expect something. And that is, the, I, I, I can say that uh, most of our leaders have made these, these youths to be zombies, so they don't think on their own. So, you, in short, it is a submission that you think Kenya is zombified. I was with you. Yes. <laughs> it is your submission that the youth in Kenya are zombified. 
they have been so zombified by leaders so that they yes. don't understand the roles of a youth in a society the okay. leaders have created a perception that youths mm. cannot lead the country and that's mm. a perception it is a perception that maybe uh, for you to lead you must be rich and they have uh, submitted in that sub uh, perception okay uh, so maybe in uh, considering you are a young man involved in politics uh, going forward we hope to see the transformation of our country through the involvement of young men as you as you are so maybe my question to you will be what do you think needs to be done to perhaps get rid of this zombification thing that you're saying is going on with the youth first we need to educate we need to educate our youths we need to organize our youths we want a situation whereby when i uh, like for me i lead a political party and mm -hmm. this political party is a youthful party and one of our roles as a party is to mobilize these youth in the whole country i want them to come together and when they come together we mm. shall be able to achieve our mission as youths we shall be able to rise into leadership we shall be able to fight corruption we shall be able to fight these cartels in kenya yes Okay, so you mentioned the issue of education, but some will say that uh, the bigger percentage of Kenyan youth uh, have received yes. uh, what 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 you, for some some will call adequate uh, awareness uh, to 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 I mean to navigate the political world. But then there is always the assumption or the stereotype that so many of them will fall back to the youth uh, to the politics uh, politics of handouts. What do you think is the reason? The reason why they fall out in the uh, policy of handout is because these mm. youths are not empowered. And how do we empower our youths? I want you to ref I want to refer to Thomas Sankara. Thomas Sankara was the president of Burkina Faso. And mm. Thomas Sankara was a revolutionary. And one of the revolutionary uh, programs of Sankara was African self-reliance. And this mm. made him to be an icon to many Africans who are poor. So we wanted to start, we should start employment for our youths so that our youths can be empowered. You know, you cannot carry out fundamental change without a certain amount of madness. You, you must be, eh? you know what I say? Hmm? Oh, no, no, I, I'm not sure to... I know what you mean. <laughs> explain madness. No, I will not explain that. <laughs> You know that. Madness could mean very many things, but maybe we can move forward huh? and say, yes. I, I want us to talk about the, the issue of BBI. Said, you know, knowledge is not enough to change the, uh, the conditions of black people or the conditions mm -hmm. of the youths. They yes. need to understand that we need to create programs and systems that will empower us as a community, that will empower us economically. That is what I want. Okay. Yes. So uh, 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 we, we, uh, let's move forward and talk about the issue of BBI. Uh, there is there, there has been so much political clutter around the surrounding the issue of BBI, especially in the in the context that uh, we now find ourselves that the BBI train is halted by uh, the decision of the High Court a few days ago. Uh, 
maybe first of all i want to know uh, your thoughts what your thoughts are on the bbi do you think it is uh, it is uh, uh, how, how do i put it do you think it is the solution for kenyan youth per se yes davis first yes, of please. all i will not discuss more in details about the bbi because as yes. a party as a mm. party we shall be taking our stand on the bbi very soon in three weeks time we shall be we shall have declared our stance but right now as a party we have not made a decision whether to support or oppose bbi we are consulting what we are doing is further consultation so i will not exactly. comment about bbi okay maybe do, do, do you think you can give us your personal stand aside from the party stand no, you know I am the secretary general of the party and I am the spokesperson. There's nothing like personal stand. Any information that I speak here is the information that may be taken by our party supporters, which I am requesting all our party supporters to remain calm and composed. We shall give a stand and we shall give a stand uh, that is the opinion of the majority. So they should not worry about the BBI. Okay. We are only three months old. We are a party I, I, that's I, I, three months old. So we are trying I, I, to fight to come into the political space. I, yes? I, I, respect, I respect your submission on that. Huh? Yes. Uh, you mentioned you are the leader of a political party, which is uh, the National Reconstruction Alliance, to put it uh, to, uh, to our viewers who might not be familiar. Uh, yes, I never mentioned I was elected. Yes. You was elected. You you, you were elected. I was elected to lead the party. Okay, I understand that. Yes. So, uh, yes. maybe I'll for the sake of our viewers, maybe for some who are youthful and maybe who might you you might want to lobby to align with uh, your political party. What is your yes. policy? What drives you as a political party? Uh, I want to say that this is a youthful party. And you will see that uh, 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 our founders, the founders of the party, are youths. Uh, Davis, I schooled with you in Kakamega High School. You know me, you know my age. Riziki, Danistan Riziki, he's a young lawyer who is below years. And we founded this party in order, one, to empower our youths. We founded this party because you will get, we want to enhance a social democratic state and a society in which all Kenyans will have a better life and feel at home as individuals and cultural communities, as well as nurture and sustain a democratic government and state so as to enhance the political, social, economic, welfare, welfare and equal opportunities to all citizens in Kenya based on the principles of liberty, justice, and equity and unity. I want to say that as a party, we have put up programs to empower our young people into leadership positions. You will find that in most of the party, uh, uh, young leaders are not empowered. They don't have a platform. They look at money. Hmm? You will get that. Uh, we want to adhere to the principles of good governance, characterized by justice, participation, non-discrimination, transparent, 
and accountability in the management of public affairs. We want to do all such things as a party shall deem necessary or incidental to the attainment of the objects. We want to be objective as a party. Our ideology is sociology and, uh, uh, you know, we want to perform sociology and, you uh, know, so, <laughs> please go ahead. As a party, we want to promote environmental protection, land reforms, and land tenure rights for the and squatters. We want to protect and promote the fundamental social, economic, and political rights and freedoms of persons with a disability. We want to empower those persons with disability. We want to empower minorities and marginalized groups in accordance with the Bill of Rights in the uh, current constitution. And we want to, we have, we have a dream. We have a dream. In fact, I, I could have given you the history of the party on the first place, which I never mentioned. The party symbol, is the head of an ego of this party. And this party mm -hmm. has put one offices across the country. We have a membership of 500,000 right now. And we have our headquarters in Gong. And we have, uh, we have fielded the candidates in Bonchari. Our candidate in Bonchari again at the 1,300 votes, which is a good start for the party. We are now going to field the candidates in Kiamba by election that is coming very soon. And I want to uh, urge Kenyans to cooperate. I want to urge Kenyans, this is the party to watch come 2022. Okay. Um, yeah. you've, uh, you've, I've, I've heard you mention the issue of empowerment, empowerment and educating youth. Huh? Maybe I'll perhaps, yeah. I'm intrigued, I will perhaps want to know from you, how do you, how as a party, are you planning to maybe enhance this empowerment of youths? And as you answer that, maybe I want to know fr from your context, huh? what, are, what kind of challenges have you encountered as a youthful leader in trying to uh, lobby and convince other youth, uh, I mean, other youthful uh, uh, political aspirants or people, young men, young men and women who aspire to join the politics scene, huh? uh in joining maybe you not not just your political party but joining the disc uh, the process i want to start with the uh, where what ways do we have as a party to empower our youths as a party we are collaborating with foundations like conrad stiftung foundation we are collaborating with oslo foundation from Norway. And we are going, we are taking our, most of our youths through training, leadership training. And it is from those leadership training that our youths will get skills on how to be empowered. We are taking, uh, like uh, Conrad Stifton Foundation, uh, the other day told us to give them ar around six youths who will be funded their campaign fully. Oslo, 
told us to forward the names of around uh, seven members, seven party members, aspirants, who will be vying for election, and they will be funded fully. That is what we call empowerment. Uh, and some of the challenges uh, that we face as a party is that most of these youths do not have money. Money is a challenge. And you will tell me that when you go to a village voter in the village, that village voter will not listen to your ideology. That village voter will want to take your money. He will vote for you based on the money. And that's a perception that has been started by the uh, our leaders here in Kenya. They don't empower our people. So our people in the village, they are very poor. So they don't want to listen to your manifesto. And that's a, a, a challenge, given that most of our youths are below 30, and they don't have a stable income. Uh, some of the challenges, another challenge is the politics of personification. Youths, could you explain that? The politics of personification, I mean like this. When they join a political party, they want, they believe in worshipping a person. They don't join a political party based on the ideas. Like, for example, when they join ODM, they are joining because of Raila Molodinga. When they are joining Jubilee, they are joining because of President Uhuru Kenyatta. When they are joining ANC, they are joining because of Musalia Mudavadi. They don't join based on your manifesto. They don't join the party based on the ideology. <laughs> Conception in Kenya that we should remove from those youths' brains so that they can join the party based on the ideology, based on the manifesto, and based on what they want to achieve. Okay. Um, I'll take you back because you mentioned something about, uh, I mean, you as a political party, uh, liasing or partnering with social partners uh, in the process of educating or empowering this youth. Huh? Maybe my yes. question to you in, in that regard will be, what will be the guarantee that the integrity of this leader, I mean, the youth that you are bringing into politics, and uh, because I, I believe some of the some of, some of the assistance that is advanced to you is, is, is I will assume, is monetary in nature. Yes. Um, am, I, am I right? Yes. So, because when somebody has gives you monetary assistance, there is always uh, that tendency that you'll be tied to the idea of um, returning the favor. Uh, so yes. my, 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 my yes. question to you will be, what is the guarantee that uh, these yes, are... Before you enter into an agreement or before you enter yes. into partnership, there is always an agreement that you always sign. This agreement is an agreement uh, that you will favor both parties. So in a situation like that, I want to say that uh, before we enter into partnership, we always enter into an agreement and we write, we sit, we sit down, we draft the agreement, we sign and we start working together. We don't just work from the bush. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to say you work from the bush, but my, my my because it is the reason why I'm putting it to you is because it is something that has been a going concern. That is, for instance, if I'm a, an, a political aspirant and I'm getting monetary aid from 
let's say uh, entity F, sometimes after I, get, I, I say in the political leadership, I'll be inclined to be or to, to favor whoever benefited me in the first place. So that is the kind of uh, situation I wanted you to shed light, lights on, that what will be the guarantee? And you have mentioned that, that there are some, I mean, there are agreements that you sign in. Huh? I mean, you yes. enter into with the, with the parties to, to assess that. Yes. Uh, pardon me. Um, moving forward, there is the issue of now, um, because you realize, I think yours is one of the youthful entities, I mean, political parties, huh? That I enter into the scene. Even in the leadership, we have majority as the youths. Yes, majority you mentioned that. You mentioned of our leaders are youths. You, you, you mentioned that, but I, I'm asking you this yes. question in the context of now the apparent uh, political situation on the ground, especially in our country. Like uh, people who hold these political seats or uh, leadership positions in political parties, we have seen them come generation, go come generation out. And uh, they appear, I'll say, to have a, a, a backing of youth behind them. Yes. <coughs> the persuasion is still wanting in, in terms of, uh, you mentioned the issue of, um, I mean, people personifying political leaders. Uh? And I had asked you, yes. how do we... Worshipping, personification. Your word is actually worshipping. Yes, they worship. Why do you think... Such why do that you think when that they is say left, left. When they say right, it's right. But, but, but some, some will argue that is just a general stereotype. How? That on the ground, people are actually lightening, they are beginning to see the light. You being in the political scene, do you think there is a there is a change to us being people seeing the light? There is a change, and I want to assure you that Kenyans are now educated, and mm. Kenyans will not uh, do not worship personalities. I will assure you that in the coming general election of 2022, most of the Kenyans will vote for people based on ideology. They will, not for, they will not vote for people based on personalities. That one I want to assure you. Things on the ground have changed. And this country will, will one day go for a revolution. Revolution of ideas. No, no, not a political revolution. Uh, I mean, the, the kind of revolutions that we know. Ideology revolution. Uh -huh. is going but, but, to take place in this country. Okay, but but some have said like I'm I'm talking this because I've interacted with many young people who voted especially in in the light of the 2017 election, and many of them have told me or in our small interactions that we have had they have told me that that was the last or the first rather the first and last time that they will ever they, they will ever vote simply because in the process the of voting. Hear yeah. me out. Hear me out. Simply I, because in the process in the process of voting, uh, they yes. expected that their ballot or vote would count. Uh, but what happened? You, you and me know what happened there. It was a process of now going back to the courts. Elections were nullified, so it is uh, it, it is taken like that. Their vote is taken for granted, uh, such that uh, 
if they vote or not vote, decisions are made anyway. Do, do you share the same, the same uh, belief that decisions, regardless of what we do, decisions will be made for us by people who are called in quotes the system? I want to tell you that the reason why uh, those youths behave like that is, is because they vote for incompetent people. They vote for people such that after uh, uh, after voting those people into the office, those people, uh, instead of serving the people, they steal from the people. They steal from they steal the public funds. They don't empower the youths, and most of the youths are hopeless. The reason why they are hopeless is because they are not empowered. They are unemployed, and so when you tell such a person to go and vote. Such a person does not see the benefit of voting because the life is like that. 2017, same life. 2022, same life. 2013, same life. Hopeless, unemployed. How can you tell such a person to go and vote? First, they should vote for people who take their interest in the people who can cater for the interest for the interest of Mwanainji. After voting for such people is when those youths will change. They should not vote for incompetent people. So the question would yes. be, where, where do we get these people who are competent? People who have the interests of the Malaysia at hand? Because they they come uh, parading in the, in, 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 the, in the skin of a sheep, but they are wolves. They should look at the past history of a person. Some of the, mm -hmm. like in Kenya, Kenyans are known for voting for thieves. <laughs> you serve in an office, you steal from that office, you come for election, they sanitize you. Kenyans are known for that. They should change. The voting pattern of this country should change. Look at the history of that person. If that person has ever stolen from public office, he is not supposed to be voted. He is not. And we should change the law. We should change this. We should change the law of the country such that if you are charged of corruption, if you steal from the people, if you have been charged for the abuse of office, you are not allowed to vie for election. That's the only way to block these thieves from taking away our country. Uh, you, you mentioned the issue of corruption. Huh? Uh, what role do you think the youth have to play when it comes to? Com 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 I mean fighting corruption in our country? Uh, most of the youths, as I said, most of the youths are not educated. When you educate your people, you remove, uh, there's what Yomo Kenyatta said that we want to fight poverty, diseases, poverty and diseases. Yes? When we educate our youths, most of this problem will not be there. Uh, sorry, I, I, I didn't catch you. Uh, what do you say? Hello, you hear me? Uh, let me get your, uh, your uh, let me get your your question. I, 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 you, you are, there was a submission you were making. I didn't uh, get you clearly about. Uh, the, but, 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 but I think we can move forward. I think we have uh, elaborated your point there, yes. as with regards to to uh, 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 corruption in, the, in, in a country and uh, the involvement of youth. 
uh, being you are, that uh, you are in the political limelight, uh, yes. out, uh, uh, unless maybe you will say uh, you have to take a party's position first. Uh, 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 in considering now the distrust that is existing between now the political class and now the courts in the context of uh, judgments that are not in favor of, uh, let's say, the, 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 the political establish, establishment now. What, what is your take on that? Uh, my take on that is that let us respect the decision of the judiciary. Uh, we are not above the law and nobody's above the law. And my take on that is we should respect the decision of the judiciary. And I want, mm. the, the, I want to... Uh, I want to appeal to the executive mm -hmm. to respect the decision of the judiciary. I don't want a situation whereby judges are intimidated. Judges are uh, like the other day. It, it was yesterday I saw Rafael Suju was threatening judges, and that is wrong. I want to tell Rafael Suju to respect the decision of the judiciary. And uh, with Peter Munya, Peter Munya, CS Peter Munya should respect the decision of the judiciary. Yes. Okay. Uh, th th thank you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, maybe as we finalize, I want to hear what plans you as a political party have for the youth, especially in the region of Western Kenya and Kenya at large. What, what do the youth have, expect? Should, I, should the youth expect from you? I have talked about empowerment, that we will empower our youth. Uh, number two, this is a national party. I want to correct you. You cannot say that the plans that we have for the youth in Western. No, we have the plans for the youth in the whole country. So I have mentioned about empowerment earlier on. That is a very, very major factor. And that will be put into consideration to empower our youth. I have mentioned about education. We want our youth to be educated. Education. When we educate our youth, we are empowering the nation. We want to take our youth to the leadership training, as I said, to train them on the leadership skills. We want to carry out campaigns in the whole country to kill this perception that you must have money in order to lead, that you must be old in order to be elected. We have so many uh, programs that we have in place that we, we shall be giving out to Kenyans. David Stamper. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, youth are, are, we seeing... uh, youth are a backbone to the nation. They can change yes. the future of the society. Uh, uh, yes. So are, are we seeing, uh, maybe this is how to, uh, just to know for the sake of maybe our viewers and maybe your supporters and uh, I think also your opponents in the political uh, world. Are you guys yes. building a presidential candidate soon? Or let's say in the, the upcoming presidential election. Should we expect? Mr. Davis, there yes, are so yes. many ways to change a nation or to change leadership without fielding a presidential candidate. Presidential candidate is just one of them. I have answered your question. Yes, I believe you have. 
Uh, I want to thank you, Mr. Amemba Magufuli, for joining us on the program. I appreciate you so much. And uh, maybe as we wind up, maybe a word or two to the, our viewers and listeners. Uh, I want to urge the youth of the country to take up leadership position in 2022. I have mentioned about Thomas Sankara. And Thomas Sankara became the president of Burkina Faso at 33 years. I can mention about Steve Biko. Steve Biko called a revolution in South Africa. We have so many youths. We have Patrice Lumumba. These are the people who made change in this country. We have so many youthful leaders which can motivate the youths to become who they want. We have Sana Marin. Sana Marin is the prime minister of Finland. And Sana Marin is only 35 years, but he is making change. He is the leader of Social Democratic Party. So I want to urge our youths to mobilize. I want to urge our youth to remain firm. And I want to urge our youths to go for leadership positions in 2022. And by doing that, we shall change this country. This country is going to the dogs. This country, there's a lot of safety of public resources. Corruption everywhere, left, right, and center, the county government, at the national government. How can we change the country? Let us take up the leader's position and let us lead the country to the rightful way. Asante sana. Thank you also, Mr. Member, for taking time of your busy schedule and uh, gracing our show today. And to our viewers and listeners, thank you so much for making time and tuning in. Thank you for now. Until then, bye-bye. Okay, thank you.